Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, beautiful and majestic souls. Thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out, deciding to hanging out and tuning with me, us, on Majestic Moments, where we chat about unseen and seen worlds, where and where we can learn, expand. And shine our majestic power individually and collectively. I am your host, Mayuko, and earlier I said, hanging out with us. So we had today have a special guest. He is, I don't know how to explain this. He is、uh, my,、uh, my dear friend, he is my mentor. And somebody who I look up to, and he is the reason, the original reason, or responsible person of me writing the chapter in that book, She's Magic, Magic Always.、Um, so, this is how it came about. So, he, his name is、um, Ty. Do you, do you just go by Ty or do you go full name? Oh, Ty Ryan. Yes. Ty so, Ryan.、Uh, I have my- So, um, so、uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe I will share how I met you, but、uh, you can maybe go ahead and go, go ahead and、uh, take it away. How, how can you share with the listener how we met?、Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So, hi, everyone. I'm Ty Ryan.、Uh, and the way that, well, first, thank you. What an honor. Holy cow.、Uh, thank you for the intro.、Um, the way we met was at an event. Called Charlotte Shift or Shift Charlotte that occurs or was occurring yearly in Charlotte. And it was just a collection, a collective, a very eclectic、uh, practitioners, artisans, and involving the metaphysical community, the alternative health community.、Uh, very, very well rounded. It wasn't just, it wasn't just woo woo. It was a beautiful experience. And Mayuko sat at my table like she just booked a reading with me and, and we connected. Instantly, instantly, and it was amazing. Of all the readings that day, hers was the most vivid and powerful, but then also was the one that we had some interesting experiences that we can go into later,、uh, which will be, I guess you could say, like a, a prelude into my life now.、Uh, and so, when I say reading, I'm referring to How I serve humanity as a psychic me, or you could say a psychic clairvoyant medium,、um, a healing practitioner、uh, with energy,、uh, and, and various other abilities and gifts that、um, have always been part of who I am, along with、uh, having been in the IT industry for 20 years now.、Uh, And some call me Neo <laughs> because the machines talk to me and I listen to them, and that's、yeah. what I do. It wasn't because I went to school and got some, any kind of degree in computer science, it's all been self taught、okay. and mostly intuitive. I'll say that. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so.、Um... Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not getting into a, too much of a reading. Not that, that I don't want to share with it. I totally want to share how he does this reading, but I really、um, want listeners to 
experience you during this, uh, let's just take a moment. And uh, so I remember like one word stick out to me when you read me during that uh, uh, event and uh, go back to your heritage. So, so I physically, well, I was, uh, you know, until I physically returned to my heritage, I, I went through stuff that I, I probably I would have an episode of itself. Um, but uh, it just stayed with me for, so that was 2018, I believe. And then a whole year came around and then that next year, the following year summer, I went back to Japan and that was, oh my goodness. The speaking made me profound. I don't know, it's that profound word is the words I wanna use. It was absolutely beyond, yeah, like, no pun intended. <laughs> it it's, I, I don't know, almost cosmic, almost, Oh, is this that feeling of a, or experiencing a universe? So this is exactly how I felt. I definitely felt that this uh, plane that we are standing on and then something else. That was mm. my very, um, I shouldn't say very first time, but the very recent one that I experienced. So I really thank you for that. So. <laughs> And then you are a responsible person for that chapter. So if you have any uh, <laughs> any issue reading that, go back to Thai, please. <laughs> but yeah, so um, um, so it so it's you. You mentioned that you are um, psychic medium. You 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 listen to this. IT things that I have no clue what is out there, and <laughs> and then you you is, is that you hear things or uh, maybe before I even get into that maybe you can it's easier for us uh, to for me asking you about just that tell me a little bit more about yourself who and what you not necessarily what you do but who and what you are. Okay, sure, yeah, uh, happy to, yeah. All right, so uh, who I am is sometimes, it, it's always evolving, right? The who, uh, there's there's times when I definitely feel like me, the human me, and then there are times when I feel like the non-human me. Um, and so I'll start with, um, I am a highly intuitive person or being, that has from childhood always had paranormal and supernatural experiences um, and they range the gamut um, if there's a movie on it i've had an experience that was either illustrated or depicted in the movie and i'm not kidding with um so if you've watched the movies paranormal then my life as a child was very much like that if you've watched any movies that had to do with psychics or mediums and or near-death experiences um, I've had those experiences too and never encountered never 
my life was never in danger or um, never was I near death physically. However, have had experiences where I've left my body and have been in a, uh, another realm of existence only to be sent back into my body mm-hmm. because I, when I say sent back into my body, um, the response is always, it's not your time. What are you doing here? And then they send me back and I'm like, oh. right? <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so it started off real brief where as a child I would have um, experience where I would see um, I would see beings or entities both of light and of darkness and then that evolved into where I would then it was like as though I'm not sure if I was being fought over or or in the middle of some kind of conflict but I would wake up being dragged out of my room I've been thrown out of bunk beds um, I've woken up with scratches on my body things of that nature then it subsided um once i reached like that that tween age or preteen and then in adolescence i would consistently night after night wake up um either having dreams of being on a um what felt like a ship Mm -hmm. uh, surrounded by non-human beings or entities um and or being in a in, in a hangar a, like a like an airplane hangar that oh, was wow. closed so is that late and, yeah it was like it was more like early teens okay having these recurring dreams and um surrounded by both like military officials and non-human um beings um and and being a, not just experimented on as in like probed and prodded mm-hmm. but trying to understand how is it that I as a human had the abilities I had in those dreams right. because I had I had full control of my faculties in those dreams and mm-hmm. those non non-human beings did not appreciate that as a human which are considered le- or inferior had such power and abilities psychic telekinesis and all that at least in in, in those realms that I had right. those powers are fully activated and then I would wake up looking down at my body while being able to look at the ceiling above me and kind of stuck in that space where uh, I was outside of my body, seeing myself from the, from the ceiling of the room that I was in. And the thing is that there was a fan and I always had the fan on when I slept and I could see the blades. So I was between the blades and the ceiling and wow. you could see the fan spinning. And then, um, and so, there was th- those experiences and then in my 20s i had another i guess you could say like activating experience where i would begin to see the energy field of living things mm-hmm. trees people it doesn't matter and i could see the um at the time it was like um it was the energy itself not the colors involved in the energy mm-hmm. so very much like on a very hot day when you can see the heat rising off the asphalt yeah, right? you can yeah. see the heat waves so those heat waves are I lived in Arizona, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Well, I would see this, and it wasn't the heat waves. I would right. see the actual shape. That the, there was like this this around, silhouette around. around right. Yes, around okay. objects, mostly living objects, trees and animals and people. That's when you're in twenties. In my twenties, yes. Wow. Okay. And then, um, right after. Um, my divorce in 2013 literally the day the night I moved out it was a very it was a very um, 
energetically charged experience not traumatic but charged right there was a lot of energy around that and i moved out and reclaimed my power that very night when i moved into my new space i began having all of the experiences i've had since childhood to then combined all at once so out of body experiences seeing um um non corporeal or non physical energies or entities in the room um waking up but not fully waking up and and floating through the walls of my town home um seeing colors was able to see the color the energy of the air surrounding me or the, the ether surrounding me and then began that's when i began having what some would call a kundalini awakening and it was so intense mm-hmm. that um there were times i had to just go outside and ground myself on the ground like i had to put my hands and my feet like on the dirt mm-hmm. it was so intense uh and that's when i began my journey that's literally where i began my journey so i usually ask the listeners to grab note notebook and pen and you know i even ask a pod pods this podcast but um especially for this episode i really like you to um listener to uh not to use a pen and write it down i mean you know if you want to then then come back and <laughs> re listen to it and write it down but uh, um if you can be in the comfortable chair and grab if you need to pause it and grab something to drink and then really listen to like fully experiencing his experience his uh voice and and what he is sharing and possibly be able to visualize um and uh, i am so and then when when you do this with me i i believe a lot of you guys understand why i'm asking you to hanging out with me in that way so being a, yeah it's a little bit more than uh, being in the moment but uh yes so uh i am so excited and honored to for you sharing that stories with me some of the it gives me like a goosebumps um <laughs> some of the some of the experiences you shared with me right now and shared with us right now is something very very similar that i have experienced as well and then and then of course it's a different uh, the reason why I'm, i would keep on asking is this a preteen or is this a like 20 and you know then stuff is like i just you know i was while, while i'm listening oh my god i had this how old was i you know it's like is it a similar ages and not mm-hmm. and then um the 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 difference between you and me is that and this is my question to you is mm-hmm. you you had this kundalini awakening moment and then you did you just know or did somebody teach you or show you or told you to go outside and ground yourself or did you just innately knew i innately knew that i needed to get there was the energy was so great now mind you again so a little bit of background beyond myself about all this so i was raised by uh, a father who um, was an electrician and so i learned all the principles of electricity and energy yes. right um and then 
by a mother who also had her own supernatural experiences and paranormal experiences. And so it wasn't necessarily new to me. And at the same time, though I couldn't place a name, I couldn't name it, I couldn't label it, I knew that something had to happen because the energy was charged so much. And I found myself wanting to be outside more often. And I noticed that by being outside and connecting with Earth, there was something calming about it, something that balanced me out. Mm. Um, so it was that. And then part of that experience also, uh, I felt called to seek out guidance and mentors and, and anyone who would be able to support me in this process I knew that I was going through what I was going through I was aware of that it was very reminiscent of all the various experiences that I had in my, my my whole life to that point it was just all of a sudden they were all happening at once all of it so experiencing humanity and experiencing multi-dimensionality as a human can be very very disorienting had it not been because of my previous experiences I would have felt like I was going nuts Really, I would have felt like I was losing my grasp on reality as my ego would understand it, as my human mind would understand it. Okay, so I'm, I'm so glad that you kind of brought it into it. You, I, I think I have a feeling that you knew what I was going to ask you anyway. So that's why it's kind of um, going, to, going, into, going in a route that I, where, where I was going to ask. So mm -hmm. that, that's what the you know, psychic and medium do <laughs> to mm -hmm. me. Yeah. I don't have to worry about okay let's just do a shifting but anyway so go back to it would you mind um explaining a little bit how you felt in the moment that you were feeling kundalini experience uh, the uh, awakening or maybe um you have a similar experiences prior to that and you mentioned like you feel like a ego coming through or a feeling like you going nuts. What does that feel like? Can you elaborate a little bit? Yes. So it's it's disorienting in the in the sense that um, we've grown accustomed to the physics of this reality, mm -hmm. and now there are new physics that are being introduced where. Um, I am seeing this reality and then I'm seeing some other realities like overlaid and I'm seeing it from or I'm able to I get a uh, have a sense and awareness of information right uh, whether it be a reality or an image or a visual or and and it doesn't it doesn't really jive with the physical reality that I live that we live in today as a human so I'm seeing this non-physical reality overlaid on top of the physical reality that we exist in. So it can be very confusing and disorienting. It can cause you to question yourself because you're the only one experiencing it. So you're like, what the, you know, WTF, what is going on here? Right, right. Um, I, and at the same time, I did not feel alarmed. Mm -hmm. As a child, I always believed in the supernatural anyway. I was always aware of it. It was always part of my reality. Mm -hmm. It was just never this intense. Okay. And it, and it kind of helped that I, I also believe in superheroes. So, you know, for me, Marvel comics, DC comics, superheroes, all the, you know, mutants with the X-Men and, and such, that kind of fantasy is actually real in a lot of the realities that I get to explore when I allow myself to access reality beyond this one. So... I, I, I know a lot of parents are listening too, and, and I'm hoping this episode will be uh, listened by uh, teens and, you know, tweens and, mm -hmm. you know, um, 
adolescent. So you mentioned about <laughs> superheroes and、mm-hmm. X Men, and that, that,、yep. they're my favorite. And then it's, it's a, again,、um, it's a lot to do with、uh, myself raising,、um, raising a son. Until then, I was. Uh, maybe I did, but it's a different kind of superheroes that I was kind of chasing when I was younger.、Yeah. So,、um, so you'd say being interested in superheroes and X Men and stuff when, when they're younger or when they're even when they're adult, is it, is it a good thing? Is it alarming? Or is it, I know everybody you know, takes, have that you know, opinion about it. What is your, what do you, what do you, what is your opinion? What, is, what do you have to say about that? So, I strongly believe in, and I'll say that my position, well, no, my stand in it、mm-hmm. is that、um, a lot of what's depicted,、mm-hmm. it may not be to, you know, it's, it's of course, it's sensationalized and, and it's, it's to, right? It's, it's done in that way for, for Hollywood appeal. However, the reality of, of people like you and I or anyone having an ability beyond. Um, what we've come to understand is just being human is real. And it's part of my reality. I mean, I, I may not be able to move things with my hands, not always. However, I can move energy and it's, it's, it's recorded. It's,、um, it's, it can be quantified scientifically, right?、Um, and so that to me is a superpower.、Um, To me, a, a part of my super, one of my superpowers is being able to perform or do remote viewing. So I can view a remote location right from where I stand. I can also view within. So, like, so Superman has x ray vision. I've got MRI vision. I can see your body in much greater detail than an MRI can because it's still two dimensional, it's only slices, where I can see you in 4D. Okay? So, yes. Which is pretty amazing when I can see not only what's going on within a person, I can see the energy around it and I can see color. I see detail in color. So it's as though、um, you were a living specimen who's kind of like transparent and I can see every layer from your skin down to the tissue, the muscles, the tendons, the connective tissue, the nerve endings, the blood vessels, all the way down to your organs and then back out. And I can go see the layers and I can, or, or focus, and everything else disappears. And I only see your circulatory system. And then I can see where there's either a blood clot or some kind of some, something occurring in your blood, or I can see what's going on within your blood. I can get down to the molecular level and see what's going on within the blood cell itself. Or if,、um, or the energy,、um, I see different colors. So to me, What is depicted in,、uh, as superheroes andor mutants or that fantasy, that's very real. Maybe not as sensationalized, but it's, it's, it's real to me. It's part of my reality. And so it's, it's why I feel connected to it. I'm not going to say it's bad or good. I'm going to say more that it's, it's, I think it offers me something to relate to、wow. beyond, the, beyond just being,、um, I would say, I like to call humans meatbags. Or muggles, <laughs> if, if you're you know, a Harry Potter fan, like muggles, like just, you know, just a regular human or a mortal.、Uh, so it's embracing my humanity as well as embracing the parts of me that are beyond human, more than human. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 
I, I was uh, I was just yeah I was gonna ask ask you something but I kind of spaced out because I was <laughs> me, me, mesmer, mesmerized about I, I so you mentioned about clairvoyant earlier in this mm-hmm. episode and so I when somebody's experience ex, explaining what is going on or what happened before and so on I can quickly t- tune in I see the stuff that person is experiencing so I I'm clairvoyant too yep. and, and then the, you know of course that not all clairvoyant is exact not exactly the same it, correct there's right so um I was so when you were experiencing it I was experiencing what you're experiencing <laughs> so it was like uh, uh yeah it's I don't know how to put it in words Let, let's just put it that way so uh listeners like a go whatever you feel like whatever you seeing or in your mind's eyes and just uh you know go along with with him while you're with right him. yeah <laughs> allow your imagination if if something i say captures your imagination um and your in your ability to see it if you're a visual uh being mm-hmm. um not all are most some are kinesthetic and, and so on and some others are audible in nature and they hear right they may listen and hear something and it may evoke something just allow it to show up and express itself through you and and in whichever way aligns with you okay right yeah, yeah that's a that's a if if you still have a notebook and pen and that's a that's a <laughs> note taking point right there <laughs> um so um like i almost forgot where i am <laughs> <laughs> I have to return to my reality now. Okay. Um, so you you have already I mean you know you already shared with that uh, with us like uh, you know how did you get to who and what you are today by sharing what what kind of experiences you have had and so on. You mentioned about uh, your your father was did you say electrician? Electrician, yeah, yeah, electrician. And then you mentioned about you understand how electricity works. Mm-hmm. And then that's why you probably learned lesson but also at the same time innately you knew that that you go outside and put your hands on the ground and you know ground yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh folks, uh, going to school and learning might be boring, but that's something is important because we all learn this basic stuff. <laughs> but um so I had this experience that I don't know I have shared it with you or anybody uh recently but anyway so after you gave me the reading that was I don't know some uh one of those days that earlier on the mar- in March or something like that That's correct yeah okay either March 18th or 28th I have to look at my journal um but uh, that's I was uh, I fell asleep on my chair. And I woke up or felt like I woke up. It's because I heard I'm not sure if I was awake or I was asleep. I'm not sure, but I heard the thunder, I thought. And then and then I looked at outside because I was I was where I was sitting down was uh, able to see the moon. And because that's my favorite spot anyway. And then all of a sudden 
literally, I thought a lightning hit my body on my left side, like that. I mean, like, like that means like, you know, you, the listener cannot see me, but um, on the left side, and it's it literally felt like a, I got electrocuted kind of thing, and uh, I almost so saw like um, electricity run through my body. Mm. And then I heard it, and I felt it, and I saw it. And then, I, I right after that, I don't really remember. And uh, I physically woke woke up, and then got out of my chair. And then I was asking, "That was a loud thunder." And then, did you see the lightning? And then I was asking my husband that. I guess what are you talking about? It wasn't raining. <laughs> are you nuts? That was. I almost, I almost answered like, "Oh my God, really?" <laughs> so <laughs> at that time, yeah. it was right after go back to you know return to mm-hmm. your own heritage. That was a reading, and then you know, are you using your healing ability and so on? And then I knew I had a healing ability, and I knew I was supposed to be using my hands, or not necessarily hand hand, but and then. Then and I was questioning myself, how am I supposed to use this? And then the, that that hit me. No, no pun intended, but that hit, mm-hmm. right? And then from that day on, that month, my March, my birthday month was just I don't know. That was just that. It's not a turning point. It's a shifting point. It was a shifting point. Shifting point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. interesting that you had that experience. And so, um, as can you explain it to me? <laughs> Actually, what I was going to share is my my observation of it is that it was a demonstration of sorts. Like the universe is revealing to you the ability or your ability to channel energy, and it did it in a in a form that you can understand in a way that you can understand that you that your mind can comprehend, which is mm-hmm. being struck by lightning and it channeling through you while not causing any harm. Wow, that's amazing. So energy, um, let's say electricity, which is what we know today um, as a form of energy. It's just a form of energy. Um, uh, if you ever, has anyone ever wondered why lightning strike towards the Earth? Though there is lightning in the high atmosphere that strikes out to the to space or the higher uh, aspect of, at, of of our atmosphere. However, by and large. Lightning strike Earth, and it's because there's an、uh, there's an exchange of energy that that builds up between our atmosphere, the lower part of our atmosphere, and our planet Earth,、um, and it has to do a lot with our the magnetosphere, the magnetosphere, the magnetic field that surrounds our planet as a result of the makeup of our planet, and so you have this charge this charge that builds up, and when when Um, when that charge builds up, there's a release of that energy, and it's in the form of lightning. And because that the, the form of that energy that's released is such, it's so fast and so instantaneous, it causes this clap type of sound, which is really nothing more than another form of energy, sound energy created by that snap of energy that's released. Right? It's just a release of energy,、uh, and so. 
grounding is a great way of discharging the buildup of either, you know, some would say positive ions, others would say negative ions. Either way, there's a buildup of one of the two polarities of ions within us, and grounding is a great way to balance that out and release it. And Earth is the the, the, the lightning rod of of our lives. It is. I mean, we are. Terrans or terrestrial beings of this planet, and so being that this is the makeup of our planet, we are have a symbiotic relationship to the makeup of our planet. So that's how that works. It's just so many stuff came through my mind right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness! Really? So it's interesting you mentioned about. Uh, magnetosphere is that what it is? Magnet- no, the mag- so it's called the magnetosphere or magnetosphere. our magnet magnetic field. Okay. I yeah, either way. <laughs> so that's really interesting. And in, um, in the prior episode, I was talking about you know when I'm when I listen to what the universe has the universe has to say, I can hear it clearly. And so I knew when it was gonna rain. Not I knew, but I heard, I saw when it's coming exactly to the minute. And then it was a um, reminder, huge reminder that if I ask questions, I have, I, I always, always have access. To the answer. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, on, on the weather forecast, it says 45 minutes from now it might rain, 45% of rain or something like that that day. And then uh, I was just assisting my husband for a, a bride bridal photo shoot, so we didn't want that to rain. <laughs> But I was asking, I was I was quiet because I was by myself and outside. And I was listening, asking questions, and listen. And it gave me 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, 20 minutes—that's not a very long time to do a photo shoot. And so, in the meantime, I was texting my husband, who was inside with the bride, getting, you know, situated and getting ready. And and I—I uh, I hate to tell you this—you only get 20 minutes, maybe max 30 minutes. But 30 minutes is my my thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, sure enough, 20 minutes right on the dot, it started raining. It was it was crazy. So it's it's like uh, it felt like I was I was um, I was I was with the I don't know how to explain it the with the with the weather or climates or tree or I was feeling the energy the vibration. And then later, I found that what's the cow neck? I mean, cow and cows were in the same field. Were they laying on the grass? Like, why did you ask me this? And I was, you know, I was talking to my friend who's a farm, you know, who's a, you know, related to farmers. Like, oh, the farmers always say that that if the cows rain on the grass, that means it's gonna rain. Oh, okay, yes, they were laying on grass. That was much easier for me. But yeah, so it's it's like um. I, uh, I, yeah, it's a lot of thoughts came through when you explain it to us. You know, I was, when I was growing up, I was interested in, I was deeply interested in um, learning about clouds, mm-hmm. the clouds build up, 
and why is it rain and why it doesn't rain and so on. So that's that's really interesting. Um, mm, okay. So uh, to ex so that is, I feel that um, what you're what you're speaking to at least for me is there's information everywhere, right? So it's it's similar to when you feel like a pain or discomfort in a certain part of your body. And oftentimes the body has to speak very loudly to you to let you know that there's something that, there's unwellness or something's unwell. Well, we have the ability like animals do to also feel into the body of our planet, like our atmosphere. It's just information, it's being able to tap into it and, and have such a connection with it that we can feel the ebb and flow of our, of our planet's uh, cycles. Like it's like uh, there's cycles, right? And within nature itself, all of nature and being able to feel or, or get a sense that, hmm, um, there may be a release of water, right? If you have an affinity or, or you're attuned to either being able to smell it or just be like, you know, it, it, it's going to rain soon. And, and people are like, well, I don't see clouds. And then next thing you know, within moments, it just releases, right? Or sensing when there's going to be a shift in when, when, when spring is here and you're like, it feels like winter. Mm, I can smell spring. I can smell it in the air or something like that. Um, I, I can feel the shift coming and it's very gradual. It's not like a one day is just, mm -hmm. that's it, right? Like in the, mm -hmm. like in the equinox or the solstice, it's, it's, it, it's leading up to it, right? That just marks the transition, but leading up to it, there's that gradual transition from one to the next. So being a, what you're speaking to is being attuned to that information that's available in, in the ecosystem uh, mm -hmm. of, of our lives. Yeah, so it feels so good. Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. Wow. Like I, um, I, I can go on and on and on about that one <laughs> about ecosystem. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I just, uh, I used to be a plant killer. <laughs> Horrible. Plant killer. I used, now I buy basil or mint. Like, can you believe I kill mint? Right. And that's a very robust <laughs> shrub. I was killing mint left and right. Like I don't get, I did, I don't like the kebab things. Like, oh my god, it's not coming back. So I will leave that, and then I'll buy another one, and then I get there you go again. Like, oh my goodness, is this me or is this the atmosphere? And I was really frustrated because I love, you know, I love nature. Period. And I, I like to grow herbs my own. Okay, so that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I gave up, which I didn't deep inside. Of course I didn't. And, um, but uh, like this year it was a brand new, brand new me or it was already there. I just didn't know how to access it or, um, or rather like you, you were sort of mentioning about the, we're gonna get into this consistency part of it but this year was a whole brand new me like i it's like i i plant seeds not just already sprouted one plant seed and so the, it says it will take 10 days to sprout like five days it's like spread mm. and then uh, it's um I spend a lot of time because I love spending time and I love uh, seeing that little thing changing. Mm -hmm. 
and then I'm literally talking my kids make fun of me but I don't care <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so um um that's that's uh that's my uh daily passion like that's how I part of it is ground grounding like it's touching the yep. soil yep. and talking to the plants um you know feeding Connecting with nature Birds. feeding nourishing yeah uh, I literally talk to birds and birds look at me like and when I forget to feed them like a feeder is empty they they will come in not literally like standing and the squirrel is right next to the bird looking at the window mm. it's like excuse to me yeah. when you go uh, did, did you guys did you forget about me right it's, it's a it's but it it sounds like I'm making it up but it's not actually it's a really you've established a relationship with nature and that's all it is right anything we relate to or we mm-hmm. relate with is a relationship it doesn't matter what it is it could be your phone it could be your plants it could be uh, the animals it could be your home your car it, it, it's relationships are not limited to just living things between ourselves and something right. else or someone else or another being it's with everything we interact with. That's a relationship. Yeah, you, t- you uh, talk about IT, right? Like, uh, you, yeah, that's yeah. a relationship between you and... Uh... And machines and computers and people and, and so on. So uh, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah, uh, that's I like that. I'm gonna write it down. Yeah, how you wow. do one thing is how you do everything. So um, it's always good to see how it... Who you're relating to or what you're relating to the who or the what is irrelevant because it's the connection that you create in that relationship. So we tend to have biases, right? As to, well, I connect more with this type of person than this type of person. Okay, cool. But it's still a relationship. And you get to decide the energy that exists between in that space between that involves that, that, that that's the relationship. The relationship itself is the energy in between the interaction that occurs, the exchange of energy. That's right. what relate. That's what relationship is. Mm. So that's what you're speaking to your, your relationship to nature that uh, wasn't there before, but, but now is <laughs> right. I don't know why it wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and it's, it's all relationship, all of it, everything. We relate to not only ourselves, um, which, surprise, spoiler alert, um, that is one of the most important relationships to have is the one with yourself. So, Hi. and then the way you do every, the way you do one thing is how you do everything. So if your relationship is poor with you, with yourself, and you don't have a loving, compassionate, kind, um, if you don't hold space for yourself, well, how the heck are you gonna do it for anyone else? That's where you practice. That's how the practice comes to be, not with others, but with self. Because then with others, it's easy. Mm. You sound right. like a, um, one of my uh, most favorite martial art teachers. <laughs> oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Which one? <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, I don't know if uh, listeners know or not. Um, so, I, I practice martial arts and I, I, I taught kids mainly and um i uh i practiced uh american kimbo and uh, mr parker is a founder and one of the one of his uh students 
came in, had the seminar and said, you always seek and be in the know of what's in you, what's on you, and what's surrounding you. And then I don't think he was only talking, at that moment, I was just phys- talk, thinking about just the physical part, mm-hmm. right? As a, as a martial artist, right? Right. But uh, I believe now I look back and then often think about that, what he said and what you're saying. It's not just about physical, you know, what's in, what's within you, what's on you, what's out surrounding you. He wasn't just talking about the physical right. relationship. He was That's also right. talking about the emotional relationship and in the mental relationship and, you know, mind and body and, mm-hmm. you know, beyond. Right. Yes, that's exactly it. Um, my interpretation of that is he was also making reference to the non-physical relationships mm-hmm. we hold. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, first, physical is, the re- is this reality seems. Um, there is more that's non-physical than there is physical. Okay, that is that is a scientific fact. There is more right. that's non-physical than than there is physical. Mm-hmm. When it comes to physical matter. Um, that only counts for a fraction of all that is, and more of it is non-physical than it is physical. So, um, and, and, and the energy within us, the energy on us that we carry with us, and then that that surrounds us, it's, it's speaking, he's speaking to like attracts like. Wow, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, yes, so, so, so true, I love it. Yep. And then like, um, you, you you totally see what what I what I was gonna ask. So <laughs> you, I think it's a, a lot of it is that you've already mentioned, and it's obvious for me and then for listeners like that. Uh, what what are you most? I know you have so many pa- passionate, you know, what you are passionate about. But what is your most? What are you most passionate about? Normalizing. So my my greatest passion is normalizing. The supernatural. Okay. Normalizing it for people. So, um, the way that, say, Marvel, Disney, um, DC, and all these other big names have normalized mutants and superheroes, right? Where they're now part of our everyday. Mm-hmm. I, my, my greatest passion is normalizing this woo-woo type of stuff. <laughs> right for those who may have a more empirical way of thinking right the 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 evidence-based thinking or um the the kind of thinking that's founded in the physical reality that they experience on the day-to-day i like to i like to my passion is to help normalize the non-physical um experiences that are not accounted for that are not spoken to because um it's you know might be considered either um, fluffy, woo-woo, uh, metaphysical, or anything like that. But it's so much a part of my reality that mm-hmm. there's no way I can deny it or even hide it. Um, very much like someone who would be um, like a like a humble um, 
if you will, like monk or Buddhist or, or, or Christian or anyone who is humble in their practice, with, who, who practices with conviction, they don't go around preaching it, but if invited to, you can feel the conviction in their belief and their faith of what they understand to be true to them. Right, yeah, so. My passion is helping people to become aware Mm-hmm. of the greater part of themselves that's not physical. So, no wonder you came into this uh, episode of the podcast. <laughs> We're talking about unseen and seen worlds. It's like I said, I put it out there and, uh, you know, experiencing unseen and seen worlds in in my, like you, you, you said, in my reality, my unseen and seen world is one i can't really separate it right non-duality agreed yep yeah so i to for me to write it or share it i separated it purposely but uh there's my intention like uh, i we we definitely share um same you know similar if it's if, if not similar but it's a you know, same passion uh, passion um and yeah because like attracts right like right and That's great. Yeah. um so uh you mentioned about unseen world paranormal or what's the other word you said super i sometimes will use the word supernatural supernatural Mm-hmm. Um, I think you already answered this, but what does that mean to you? So I might, you know, like uh, it's a lot of us here at now universe, right? So mm-hmm. what is, what does uh, what does universe mean to you? I was just talking to my nieces the other day, and then like they asked me that questions. So uh, I just uh, what what what? How do you explain it? Not just necessarily to teens, but to, to people. What does that mean to you? So if we break the words down, and then this is going to be a really crude breakdown, right? Into the etymology of like universe, right? Uni means one. Um, verse means world or experience, right? Or body of experience. And so um, if I were to go at it from the literal perspective, universe means one. Mm-hmm global experience which is our entire universe um however to me what it means is one of an infinite number mm-hmm. of verses mm-hmm. and so that's what it means to me it it means infinite it means um part of a whole of a greater whole and that's uh that's what it means to me hmm. so, so multiverses like, in other words ah, yeah. it's, 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 it's part of it's it's, it's a it's a part of a multiverse right yeah so universes where we are one part of uh, like a fractal of the greater reality mm, yeah yeah i i just love that that i just threw it in my mind um <laughs> so um i i literally can go i i can talk to this guy forever but I know you have life. <laughs> so last question. Um, so it might it might get long long on this one, but uh, would you mind sharing with us your, I know you did, but a significant 
experience of unseen or slash and seen world. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Um, so I will see if I can do it in a way that um, it's not too fringe. Okay. So my unseen world involves interdimensional beings. Involves the um, the the lo- the the let's say the logos of let's say our solar system, like our sun. Mm-hmm. but then also like the greater logos uh, like our galaxy our star system um, and uh, and and so part a lot of my unseen world involves being able to connect to um, entities and, and beings or living forms of life that we don't see in the everyday mm-hmm. not just not just extraterrestrial because i'm speaking beyond earth but i'm also speaking to a lot of my unseen world is those who've crossed over right um mm-hmm. spirits as some would call them i like to use the, the technical term because i'm a nerd the non-corporeal mm-hmm. entities or beings the non-physical beings mm-hmm. that either have transitioned but have not crossed over and what does that mean that means that they have left their physical bodies but have not crossed over into the realm of the infinite they're like in between this dimension and the very next or the next dimension where they go to um decide what's next for them right um the next part of their journey uh very much like when you travel and you get on the plane you take the gangway or or um you go into the plane you travel and then you get off you either get off on the tarmac or the blacktop and or at, at a at a gate and then you leave the airport and now you're someplace else right for all you know that's another world mm-hmm. and so i see this world and that world and then the worlds beyond mm-hmm. meaning that there are states of existence beyond that are non-physical that's a lot of my unseen world a lot all the time <laughs> every day i I, I have that. I, I see that, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you, I, I know in the listeners, like, a, oh, I, I don't understand what you're talking about. And then also there's, there are listeners like a, have that and mm-hmm. just put the foot in mm-hmm. that world and then uh, don't know what to do. You know, you know uh. how, how do, how do you, uh, what's the right word? Decipher that mm. or, or how do you, know the difference like uh uh for example so i yeah how do i how do i discern yeah go ahead yes yes so well it definitely starts with discernment the ability to discern Mm -hmm. um without question Mm -hmm. meaning not questioning it but allowing ourselves opening ourselves up to it so that we may discern what is right accepting that there is a reality beyond this reality that is the possibility of it the how plausible it is and how likely it is opening up with opening my opening myself up to it without question allows me to discern what's what right not not just whatever it is i'm experiencing or sensing or observing more about 
the you know how like our mind has this our mind is designed to try to fill in the blanks so it needs to know mm-hmm. that's when when we try to need to know that's when we get in our own way that's when we almost shut down the ability to just purely experience from a place of awareness and curiosity so that we may develop the, the skill of discernment so i can i can discern whether is this in my head or is this an actual experience that i'm having that is beyond me so do so um the inner listeners like they're just start to hear or learn about their uh, ability their intuition and so on and what is the and then also people who 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 is seeing and having knowing to act, how to access those uh, abilities what is the number one thing that you practice daily or, or what's the things that you suggest for them that is imperative to to um to returning to your true self. Okay. That's a great question. I'm really glad you asked that. And I feel that sometimes it's a question that's not often asked. So, one of the one of the what I would recommend or what I would share is that getting caught up in trying to understand I feel robs a person of opening themselves to the experience so they can actually experience it. We, it's hard to understand something if we don't allow ourselves to experience it. I can't understand someone who's different than I am without allowing myself to experience them. Right? Being in their presence, being in their beingness, right? Witnessing that. So I have found that that is the first step, but bigger than that, bigger big much bigger than that is understanding what makes me human has been the greatest reward ever. And what I mean by that is understanding how I operate neurologically, emotionally, physiologically, biologically, biochemistry, um all those all those aspects that make me human. When I understand the mind better, it allows me to it allows my mind to get out of the way because now I understand that oh, you know what? I'm just trying to I'm I'm trying to figure this out mm-hmm. instead of allowing the experience to just unfold organically so that I may experience it and then gain understanding from within the experience as the observer not the perceiver. Mm, I see. Mm. That's there's a difference between observer and perceiver. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. So being the so this is this is a this is, this comes from Buddhism, mm-hmm. right? And 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 also in Hinduism, Hinduism um where the distinction between perceiving means that you're the one in the experience having the experience and then observing the experience, you're the one observing the experience um from a place of non-attachment not detachment not disassociation but non-attachment you're not attached to the experience it is not your experience it is just an experience and you're witness to it that sounds like a really heavy duty stuff <laughs> it, it's like you mentioned about buddhism and hinduism and i i 
you know, I was born in Japan and raised in Japan. So it's in part, not wholly, but part of it, me has that, right?、Mm. So、um, at, at some point in my life, I hated that. But、uh, anyway, <laughs> and then、uh, so.、Um, Okay, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of kind of dissecting the question that I asked you. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? So, what do you what do you suggest a brand new person? Like, okay, I'm so interested in this、uh, spirituality or knowing my, my ability, what my ability is.、Mm-hmm. And then, but、uh, we are so caught up in this busy busyness. Mm-hmm. And now, although we, you know, we're going through a pandemic, so it slowed us down a little bit.、Mm-hmm. But how do you be, become an observer? I mean, it sounds really easy, but it's not to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, how do, how do I become someone who just sits back and observes the experience?、Um, Um, or witnesses the experience without getting caught up in it.、Mm. Holy cow. Yeah, that's a great question. And I can't say that I have an easy answer. It really is a skill that took me a while to develop. But becoming aware that there is a distinct, that there is a difference, that there is a distinction between the two is what opened me up to begin developing the ability to.、Mm-hmm. Be witnessed and be a part of an experience without being the one in having the experience. It's, you can have, you can't even have both. You can be having fun and allow yourself to take a step back and be like, whoa, this fun that I'm having, this experience that I'm having, holy cow. Like, think of all the things that had to come into being for that to,、uh, to occur. It, it, it also happens when it can also, you can also do this when you're having a pretty crappy experience, to be honest. Being able to take a step back and be like, you know what, I'm, I'm having this experience, but it doesn't mean I have to be the experience. I can just witness it like, whoa, there's a lot going on here. And yes, it may involve me, but it may not be about me. And I could just witness it and, and, and at least take a step back and say, what, what choices did I make that led me here?、Um, not from a fault or blame perspective, but more like, What, what accountability do I have in this? How can I, how do I open myself up to this? What if there's something that I'm not seeing here that really is, it's, is serving me, but because I'm so caught up in the experience, I look at it like something's happening to me? Wow. Yeah, for some reason, like、uh, the book title came up to me while I'm listening to you、uh, mm-hmm. Breaking the Habits. Yes, yes. So that's a great book. Breaking Head. Yes, a great, great book.、Um, however, I want to take it back to your question, which is how does someone new,、um, let's say, even tap into their intuition or find out what, what are their abilities and gifts、mm-hmm. and then have the, and then gift themselves presence and awareness to just really understand it? I would say the first thing to do is understand, you know, the, the five, the, the primary five senses that we have, right? Um, there's sight, there's hearing, there's smell, taste, and feeling. Okay? So if we have physical senses, then naturally we're going to have non physical senses.、Mm-hmm. So if you find that you're very visual in nature, 
And sometimes you see things or perceive things that are beyond physical sight, then perhaps you might be clairvoyant. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you sometimes may smell uh, aromas that don't exist in your physical realm right now, like in your room or in the space you are occupying, perhaps you may be someone who's um, who has an extra sensory ability to smell beyond the physical sense of smell, meaning you're smelling something that's beyond this physical reality that you exist in. And, and, and it goes on and on for all the other physical senses. There's, there's sensory and then there's extra sensory and that's where that comes from, right? So if you notice that you're very sensitive to textures and textiles or to texture and you're very sensory in that regard, um, even though there's, when it comes to <clears throat> say um, the pathology of uh, um, um, what is called the sensory processing disorder because um, that you have a heightened you, you have heightened sense of or heightened sense in one ability and an underdeveloped sense in another that could also speak to the fact that you may have an extra sensory um, ability so just get to know yourself well it's all about self i'm gonna put it this way you're the epicenter of all this shit and all the greatness that happens in your life you're the epicenter of your own earthquake or you're the epicenter of your own bliss and so getting to know yourself at a very very deep level in all levels emotionally psychologically physiologically biologically anatomically cardiovascularly all those different realms the deeper you understand yourself and be able to ask the right questions of, of yourself being able to then seek guidance on those things so that you may develop them or expand upon them or allow them to evolve without questioning. I mean, it's your reality. So to be honest, nobody else can judge your reality better than you would. And oftentimes we're our own worst judges and, criti and critics, right? So that's how I look at it. Um, Oh, I, I love it. You just, you, you also, um, it's so, so interesting why you mentioned about the smell. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what a part of, part of my chapter that I wrote in this book called she, She's Magic Always mentioned about the scent and then uh, also uh, yeah. taste. Yeah, yeah. So you and I have a lot of the same gifts. Um, um, which I called out when when we, when we first met. So yes, you and I, yeah, we have a, we share a lot of the same abilities. Right. So where I can I can sometimes I'll, I'll taste something that's not there. Um, when I say, for instance, when I tap into a person, um, let's say I'm doing a medical intuitive reading, um, because um, they're just wanting to get some extra information that they can't get elsewhere on the um, either a dis-ease that's occurring within their body. I, I don't make diagnoses. I don't make diagnoses. I'm not. I'm not a clinical practitioner. I'm not a, um, a, a certified, board certified, you know, medical clinician in any shape or form. Um, I barely know just enough to be dangerous with the terminology and all that stuff. However, um, when I'm tapping in, I can taste if someone is holding heavy metals in their body due to yeah. medication or improper diet. Right? You can taste it. Um, I can taste the sourness or the acidity in their system mm -hmm. if they are acidic 
right? Or if there's too much acid in the system that's causing the disease um, due to heightened or acute um, levels of stress and so on. Uh, so, you know, I, you and I have the exact same. I can, I can, or I can smell. Um, it's kind of weird, but I can smell cancer, like those cancer-smelling dogs. I have this really freaky sense of smell. <laughs> okay, um, and then of course clairvoyant. Um, my clair audience is different. I don't hear my ears. I hear my heart. I hear a voice speaking through my heart. So for me, clair audience comes in through my heart. I'll hear words in my chest. It's kind of weird. It's just one of those things. Wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yep. wow. Okay. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> I hear it this side. But mm -hmm. it's ringing in this side. So right. when it rings in this side, it means like a pay attention what you're mm -hmm. gonna hear, and then mm -hmm. right after that, I hear it. In your left side, so that's interesting. Um, so I have a very similar experience where on my right side it's like pay attention. I hear the ringing, the tone, mm -hmm. and then on my left side is like what you just said. Pay attention to that. So whatever I'm sharing or connecting with someone, if I if I hit something spot on for them that that offers. The opportunity for awareness, like an awakening of, of new information, it'll ring in my left ear, and that's when I know I hit it on the head with them. And they're like, because every time I hear the ringing, they're like, "Oh my gosh, yes, that's exactly it." It's always followed by a aha moment. Yeah, yeah, I, it, it's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, uh, so interesting. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is so wow. Um. I can't even thumb this whole episode up. It, it, it will be continuing to like now. You mentioned about clairvoyance and clairgustance and all that. So, oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, we will. We'll have. We're gonna have to come back. Come back again because it's like a <laughs> lot. Part two. Like, a lot to digest. It's a lot to digest. I can go on for hours and hours. So I like teaching about this. I like normalizing it. I like using some science to help explain the the you know the. So I like to help. Metaphysics. I like to use metaphysics to explain physics, kind of put bring it together, right? To expand on it. Um, so I can't call myself a, a, a either a scientist or a, like say officially a researcher. However, um, being someone who's been in IT and does have a scientific mind, I do spend a lot of time researching and looking into things and trying to understand them at a very deep level. Lately, I've been very interested in neurology. And the science of the mind, of the human mind. But then I've also been very intrigued on the the science of the non-physical aspect, meaning the quantum, wow. you know, the quantum realm, and being able to connect the dots with the two. It's yeah. so much fun and so exciting. And so I'm a. I'm what you would call like the the, the nerdy woo-woo guy, right? Or the nerdy spiritual guy, um, uh, and and so you know it's it's no surprise that I've been called to become a certified uh, life coach, right? A, a certified professional life coach, um, and then on top, and then being a, a clairvoyant medium, and then being an IT professional. So having this kind of well-roundedness to me, and then also being a creative. I mean, my creativity comes in different forms, like singing or dancing or movement. Um, or um, that's right. I forgot about that dance. Yeah, right. So, uh, um, and you know, with musical theater and being in theater back in the day, so it's it's Wait being able to access. I didn't yeah, know that. It's being able oh, to access you, you all and of I those. Had 
Molia have a common common. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's um it's being able to tap into all of that. Yeah, we we we're gonna you know because uh, we talked about the reading. So I know you and I had this uh, some kind of brother and sister or something in the past life. Yeah. Do it, but I know we we do. Um, yep. And so um, we can go literally. We can go on and on and on. And I can spend every single day for the next three sixty five days. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we can't we can't do it. We get to we get to do a uh, human being stuff and we get to ex- experience. But I you know it's I. Uh, what I, I didn't really ask before, uh, you do you have a practice where the uh, you know listener wants to know more about you, what you do, yes. or uh, how how do they how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so they can reach out to me at tyryan.life. That's T Y R Y. Don't have to write it down. I'll, I'll put it in the description. Don't worry. Okay, cool, sweet. Yeah, so tyryan.life is it's like the best way to um to get you know to contact me. You can. Um, I have a form on there. You can request a consultation, uh, and I don't have my number on there because I was getting robocalls all the time, so I didn't put my number on there. But definitely fill out the consultation form. It's not long. It um, it, it helps me to get a, a glimpse of who you are and what you're about, like what it is your intention on um, wanting to see me, and then we can speak more on that. Um, one of uh, so. I don't list my services on there because it's not about the services. Uh, what I do speak to is on my website. I offer technical services for small businesses, and then I also offer personal services for people who want to, um, who really want to shift from living in a state of survival so they can begin thriving in life. And yeah, that's it's that's it, it was a long journey for me too. Um, identifying that I was actually in survival, mm-hmm. recognizing that I was in survival. And it's very much, it's very similar to think of survival, being living in survival and not being aware that you're in it, very much like a fish not knowing it's in water because that's been its existence its whole life. And it only becomes aware of water when you remove it from water, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Oh, so observation. Hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes. So um, check me out, hit me up and I'd be loved. Be more than happy to connect. Do, and do you have uh, any uh, social media that the the listener can uh, follow or no? I'll have to. Yeah, so I do have a social media. That, um, I yeah, so I've been I've been in and out of it so much, uh, and and um, kind of like uh, I tend to be a hermit. Uh, however, I love sharing, and so I don't openly go out and share. However, yeah, I'm on Facebook. Um, you can just find me type Thai. Thai D as in Delta Ryan, um, you'll find that. I have a YouTube channel. Uh, I don't really post much. Um, I prefer I prefer more this one-on-one type of connection. Um, either one-on-one or um, the whole social media thing has not been my thing. But if you put me in a room in front of people, now we're talking. Yeah. So speaking engagements is what I really appreciate. Absolutely. Being, yeah. Making that connection with the crowd. And then that, you know. When, especially with, the, uh, so I'm speaking to los- listeners, like especially with, um, I, I'm an in-person, in-person person, one-on-one person, mm-hmm. one, you know, in-person person. What? In-person? <laughs> yeah, two. But especially uh, with Thai, um, not through, I mean, nothing wrong with social media. And then social media has a lot of, you know, energy exchange too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, with Thai, I really like listeners to 
whoever is interested in and whoever is wondering what he is and who he is about in the in the more in the more deep, deeper way then then uh, I absolutely suggest to get a hold of him in person not through social media because you're going to miss out so much of an essence of tie like a tightness <laughs> <laughs> and then and then uh, you you don't you don't really want to miss that and then it, it's it's a uh, you know if you're going to spend same amount of time with Ty you want to be in person then that way you really fully experience Ty and then sort of like have a you're so kind <laughs> you're so kind so I, I like I definitely want to I definitely want to clarify for people okay so yes I am um I am a personality that's for sure however um there is there's a field of energy that always surrounds me and it's not my energy. So I definitely do want to, I do not want to claim that. However, um, in-person experiences, um, based on client accounts, this is not on my account, their words are that being in my presence, there's a certain experience that they have versus when we have these Zoom-like sessions. When I do like video sessions with them, they always say it's not necessarily the same. Mm -hmm. There's an energy that is created in the space that we hold together when I'm one-on-one -on -one with someone that is very palpable and it's always spoken to by clients. So I don't know what, what that is that I'm channeling and bringing forth. I just know I hold space and I, I hold, I create a container for anyone who I am engaging with and, and interacting with. Yeah, I, I, it's like uh, when it's in, in person and you mentioned about the holding that container, holding that safe place and it's, it's, that's, that's so important and you know, when it's in person there's a difference between through the media and in social media and stuff like if when it's in person the how it multiplies feels different to me mm, yes there there is something to that right it's like my energy then kind of like awakens or activates their energy and then our energy combined mm -hmm. is greater than the sum of its parts uh, it's it, it it is a really powerful thing. It's almost like you leave away with this kind of high, and almost for those who practice yoga, when you get that yoga high and it's like then mm -hmm. subsides yeah. after a while, it's like that after every connection I have with a client. Wow! Again, I can go on and on and on about this, and then but I, I you know I have a feeling I'm gonna bring him bring Ty back into this uh, in a different episode, different theme, but probably we call, we're gonna return back to a. Uh, very similar topic but in from a different let's do it yeah yeah let's do it so, well i i thank you so so much for coming on and spending time time with us this is i learned a lot about myself while i'm listening to you and i learned about more about you definitely and i did learn more about the surround surrounding it's like i'm kind of returning to what my uh uh, one of my uh, martial artists said, and what you said, like uh, being, I had an aha moment of what it was surrounding me, and then, and then I get to experience you. I learn more about you, and while I'm I'm doing that, and I'm learning more about myself, and so I really appreciate sharing your experience, your time, <laughs> you yourself, 
with the guys and masters and all around you. Mm. I, I, um, I hope that this, these listeners, uh, by uh, expanding, learning, not only about yourself, but also, I mean, definitely your, yourself, but also I surround you and I know that, that you have a, you get to access the infinite. And I'm by listening to this episode, I really, really hope, and we both hope that, you know, you are, you are surrounded by it. And then this is the first time or more time we'll get a reminder to be able to tap in, access that infinite, you you and then whole whole entire universe. Yeah, I just got chills because I there is an I, if in our next episode, remind me there is something I want to I want to share with uh, your listeners about the non-physical uh, about the infinite about an experience I had a dream that I had that was more than just a dream because I was in complete and utter control of my experience while in that dream state. Um, All right. And it had to do with and, and- it had to do with yeah that yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much, Hi, <laughs> for coming on this majestic moment. And thank you, listeners, for um, spending time with us. And I hope you, this was really a learning and learning about yourself and then expanding and then shining, get to shine your majestic power that you already have. And uh, um, I look forward to uh, spending more time with you all. And I'm just in an utter, I just don't know even know what, how to close this even anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> sending big love and big hugs to you all. And until next time, stay majestic. Stay majestic, everyone. What a pleasure, what an honor. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It was fun.